0: Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Maya, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. What an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I'm excited today about entering into Colossians chapter number three. We have just wrapped up chapter two. We went through about eight broadcasts or so in that chapter, and now we're embarking on Colossians chapter three. Now there is some very good, profitable, powerful, and straight preaching in Colossians chapter 3, especially the first several verses. Paul just lays it out, lines it out, contrasts the old man and the new man, and we're going to talk about that a little bit today and through the next couple broadcasts probably. But before I get to our text, let me remind you about Help for Today. Help for Today is a free resource put together by the staff of the North Valley Baptist Church and the faculty of the Golden State Baptist College. Now, you go to the website, help the number four today.org. Help four. The number fortoday.org, helpfortoday.org. You'll go to that website, and you'll find articles written by uh, the men and ladies here, and uh, I tell you, it'll be a blessing to your Christian life. It's all categorized and uh, 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 put in topics there, and you can check that database of articles and use it to be an encouragement to you. Here's what I want you to do. There'll be a box that pops up that asks you to subscribe. Now, if you'll just type your email address in and hit subscribe, that will for free, for free. It's always free, but it it'll It'll put you on our email list for free, and we'll send you an article every single day. You can use those articles, like I do, as a devotional and uh, add it to your Bible reading time, and it'll be a help and a blessing to you. There's articles uh, about um, child-rearing, marriage, um, music, ministry, missions, uh, the media department in the church, different things of that nature, simple uh, truths, some deeper truths, some bulleted outlines, bus flyers. I'm telling you, you'll find everything that you want or could ever use a need, uh, they're on Help For Today. So check it out when you get a chance, helpfortoday.org. All right, Colossians chapter number three. Now, just, to remember, just so we can remember, Colossae is in the shadow of Laodicea. Laodicea is that church that Jesus said they were lukewarm and he would spew them out of his mouth. They weren't cold, they weren't hot, they were wrapped up in themselves. They thought they were self-sufficient, they were self-righteous, and they were miserable, poor, blind, naked, all those things that Jesus says to them. And in Laodicea, there was this movement of the clergy ruling over the laity. And we see what would uh, evolve if you want to use the word into what we see in the Catholic Church and others today where there's a hierarchy where people on their own cannot go to God or read their own Bible and interpret scripture uh, with the help of the Holy Spirit, but they have to go through a man they have to pray in a booth. They have to kiss a ring. They have to go take communion every single week. And this kind of a movement was starting back at then in Laodicea. Now, in chapter number three, it begins with a statement and it clarifies who this is to. Not to everybody, but it says, if ye then be risen with Christ. So it's saying, if you're saved. It all starts right there. If you are not saved, then don't worry about the rest of this. The first thing you need to do is to get born again. If you're not saved, then get saved. But if you're saved, seek those things which are above. Now that's pretty plain preaching, is it not? If you're saved, don't live for the world. If you're saved, don't focus on the temporal. If you're saved, don't put your roots down down here. If you're saved, look above seek those things that are above have your affections you'll say in a minute set on things above so here it is seek be a seeker who are you seeking Christ heavenly things, eternal things, holy things, spiritual things, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Now, Stephen saw Jesus standing at the right hand of God. He was ready to come and get Stephen. And the Bible says here Jesus is positioned right there at the right hand of God. And I believe even now he's probably standing ready to come get his church. And uh, just any day now, our Lord is coming. He'll be returning for you and me, the song says. Thank God. Oh, what a moment when we see Jesus. Verse number two, set your affection On things above, not on things on the earth. So the first point Paul says, or first verse rather, Paul says, I want you to have your eyes on things above, but not just your eyes on things above. I want your heart set on things above as well. The right kind of love. Right there it is. He wants you to have the right vision to seek uh, and the right kind of uh, drive, if you will, seek those things which are above, but also the right kind of devotion and love. Set your affections on them. Don't just pursue them, but pursue them with passion don't just pursue those things, but pursue them with love. Don't just do it because it looks good and it makes you feel uh, like you're justified in the eyes of those watching you, but do it because you have a sincere want, love, hunger, desire, whatever you want to say, affection for things above. Here's why. Verse 3, for you're dead. Well, that's encouraging preaching, isn't it? Uh, That'd go over real good with our modern day uh, Christians. I mean, the modern day churches that we see. And uh, I mean. You think about it. Paul says, it comes out of the pulpit. You're dead. That's what you are. You're dead. What do you mean you're dead? Your life is hid with Christ in God. Paul says it in other ways. You wreck yourself in debt, dead indeed unto the uh, 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 unto sin, but alive unto God, alive unto Christ. We're no longer that old man that we were before salvation, that old lifestyle. Ought to be dead. Those old uh, thoughts and lust ought to be dead. Those old hobbies that are sinful ought to be dead. All that the old crowd—I mean, if it, the lost crowd—that ought to be dead in your life. No more. You're dead and your life. Is hid with Christ, and thank God for that. Curtis Hutson used to say, "The devil can't get my salvation." He said, "Even if even if he could get it, here's what he'd have to do. He'd have to go through Christ." And then to get, through, uh, get to Christ, you'd have to get through God. He said, because I'm hid with Christ in God. Think about that. When Christ, who is our life, verse 4, shall appear, then shall you also appear with him in glory. What an amazing verse that is. We're going to have that appearing with Jesus, a glorified body. Thank God where the Lord is, that's where we'll be, and uh, so shall we ever be with the Lord. So, we're having a, a big, uh, the first four verses, sort of an introduction to this text. Now, the next several verses, Paul begins to line out some attributes, if you will, of the old man. Now, make no mistake about it. Your carnal nature is wicked beyond belief my carnal nature is wicked beyond belief. I know that. You know that. We don't have to convince each other of that. It's very obvious, is it not? Our carnal nature is sinful. That is what the Bible refers to as the old man. What's the new man? That's that spiritual man. When I got born again, thank God I became a new creature. And where is that new creature? Well, he's on the inside. In fact, what you see is not really me. I'm a soul, right? Uh, and that's what you are. You're a soul that'll live somewhere forever. But the new man lives on the inside. So Paul begins to list and line out the, the uh, attributes, the rap sheet, the resume of the flesh. And he says in verse 5, Mortify. Therefore your members which are upon the earth. Now, that word mortify means murder, kill, extinguish, exterminate, mortify. Therefore, your members, which are upon the earth. Now, that is simple enough to understand. Reckon yourself dead to the flesh. Now, I've done it many times. And I'll still do it, and I think it's right to do it in one sense. Here it is. I'll go around and say, hey, church, liven up. God wants us to have lively singing. By the way, I believe you ought to sing like you have some life, right? Victory in Jesus ought to sound like you have some victory uh we want lively preaching dead preaching never did stir anybody we don't want that dead or in a hammer preaching i mean like a uh, like a librarian with an ulcer on her tongue getting up there and whispering a book report no get up there and preach stomp your foot cry aloud spare not get excited about the truth that god has given you if you're not stirred nobody else will get stirred either we need live preaching we ought to have live sunday school and live bus ministry and live soul winning i to have some life but can i say on the other side god wants it to be dead that's right We need more dead preachers. You see, what do you mean by that? I mean, dead to the flesh, dead to the old man, dead to the carnal nature. We need more dead singing. What do you mean by that? I mean, dead to the flesh, dead to the old man dead to the carnal nature, not puffed up with pride, not putting on a show, not campaigning or uh, uh, um, uh, uh or going through a recital type thing. It's not a show. It's not a concert, but praising God. We need some dead soul winners, some soul winners that'll go out dead to themselves, not worried about their own reputation, not worried about what man might say, not worried about bearing the reproach of Christ, but going forward. We need some dead bus workers. That's right. I'm talking about some bus workers that are selfless, not selfish, and And thank God we have many of those. But I'm saying we could use some of that. I want there to be life. And I think that anything uh, that God's in ought to have life and that more abundantly. But can I say when it comes to the old man and when it comes to the uh, old nature and when it comes to carnality, the deeds of the flesh, if you will, reckon yourself dead because it says for ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. Let's roll off Said every day. Take a foot out of the bed, stick it right in the grave and die to yourself. Well, we'll be back again. We'll continue in Colossians chapter three and until then keep praying for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.